This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz.
Good morning. And it is quite a good morning too out there, better than the last few days. And welcome to your Catholic Corner for the 22nd of May or the sixth Sunday of Easter on the Church Church's calendar. You're listening to FM 89.0 Independent Community Media and your Catholic Corner is generously sponsored by the parish of St. Matthew's Hillcrest. My introductory music was Michael Crawford singing my usual Ave Maria or Hail Mary. Easter is now six weeks past, so why are we still talking about Easter? Easter, or the day of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, established the cornerstone of the Christian faith. The resurrected Jesus remained with the apostles, encouraging and teaching them to bring his Father's message to the world. Next week is the Feast of the Ascension, when Jesus returned to heaven, promising to send the Spirit to help them. And this help happened on the Feast of Pentecost. But I leave these happenings to a later program. There are many saints' days about now, but none that really stand out, but I'll leave them for later, as they're what I would call no super saints. Tuesday is the Feast of Our Lady Help of Christians. Under this title, the Mother of Jesus is the Patron of New Zealand. And since the apostolic times, Christians have turned with great confidence to the Blessed Virgin Mary for spiritual and temporal help, knowing that as the Mother of God, it's also uh, our spiritual mother. Christians have sought her maternal aid and intercession uh, with the Divine Majesty. This Feast of Our Lady Help of Christians was instituted by Pius VII. And we all must remember some people accuse Catholics of um, worshipping Mary, which is not so. We only worship God in the form of Father, Son and Holy Spirit. But, and I'm being a little flippant here, if you go back to your young days when you were trying to um, make an impression on a young lady friend, uh, it was always good advice um, to get on good the right side of the mother. So mothers always have a special place. So obviously the mother of Jesus must be very special to all of us and as a human being must be on our side, we hope. So in honour of this feast, let us listen now to a very old and appropriate hymn, Queen of the May.
Now this week we had the budget where six billion dollars was spread around. It is not my role or this program's role to comment on the merits of the budget or on the government that presented it. What I noticed mainly on television about the budget was the lack of gratitude or acceptance of what was given out. For any government How they distribute available funds is a challenge. Health, poverty, education, infrastructure, etc. could each absorb the total amount available and need more. But with a few exceptions, mainly I'm talking about television presenting, most sectors said it was not enough. We were shortchanged. It's not fixing the problem. Half of what we wanted... Uh, it's only a band-aid. One, one uh, older person said $350 is only $27 per week. Nothing for the pensioners, said another. The heating subsidy is only a token, said another one. Now, in no way am I saying these things are good, bad, enough, or too little, but a little thanks from people would be nice. If someone gave me $350, I'd be grateful, even if I needed much more. As the superannuant, I did get 6-7% rise automatically on the 1st of April, plus the heating subsidy. Now, I'm not asking for gratitude for the government of the day, but gratitude from the recipients should be a basic part of our lives, and it seems to be sadly lacking. Perhaps this story from the Apostle Luke may illustrate my point. And this is from Luke chapter 17. As Jesus made his way to Jerusalem, he went along the border between Samaria and Galilee. He was going into a village when he was met by ten men suffering from a dreaded skin disease, leprosy. They stood at a distance and shouted, Jesus, Master, take pity on us. Jesus saw them and said to them, Go and let the priest examine you. On the way they were made clean. 
When one of them saw that he was healed, he came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself to the ground at Jesus' feet and thanked him. The man was a Samaritan, (coughs) who of course was outsiders. Jesus said, There were ten men who were healed. Where are the other nine? Why is this foreigner the only one who come back to give thanks to God? And Jesus said to him, Get up and go. Your faith has made you well. And if we don't have, don't have gratitude for what we've received here, I wonder what the poverty-stricken of peoples of Bangladesh and India and Pakistan, Africa and the Middle East would think about it all. Irrespective of which government is budgeting for New Zealand or whether this distribution is good or bad, we remain in God's own. Now to lead into my next topic, we listen to Samantha June sing Let There Be Peace on Earth. Let there be peace on earth. You're listening to your Catholic Corner on FM 89.0. Let there be peace on earth. We are all appalled at the war in Ukraine and in many other parts of the world. How can anyone fight a war after the horrors of the world wars, Vietnam and so many other conflicts? Do we ever learn... Jesus speaks of peace in the gospel reading of the day as he gears his disciples for his departure on the early, uh, earlier mentioned Ascension Day and later the Pentecost. Let's have this reading from St. John chapter 14 where Jesus prepares his apostles for... 
Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we shall come to him and make our home with him. Those who do not love me do not keep my words, and my word is not my own. It is the word of the one who sent me. I have said these things to you while still with you, but the, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I bequeath to you, my own peace I give you, a peace the world cannot give. This is my gift to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me say, I am going away and shall return. If you love me, you would have been glad to know that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. I have told you this now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you may believe. Now all this talk of rising from the dead, going up to heaven and the Holy Spirit and the Father must be all nonsense to the unbelievers. Today there are some two billion Christians in the world, half approximately of which are Catholics. Over the last 2,000 years there have been trillions more and all these are in every country, every colour, every profession, rich or poor. How can all these trillions have been wrong in believing the words of the Bible and of Jesus Christ? Sadly today, especially in the wealthier nations, including New Zealand, and among the young and the middle-aged, the faith seems of little or no importance. Church attendance or acknowledgement of God and Christian teaching is diminishing. Put it all down to the Big Bang and leave it at that. Are those millions all wrong, or are so many today living in a comfortable fool's paradise? Now I know that COVID has uh, affected uh, a lot of attendance and that sort of thing, but... um, Catholic schools particularly and Christian schools are turning out people who believe in God, um, who believe in the commandments. And Jesus said to us that we must keep the, or God said to us, we must keep the Sabbath holy. Um, But people ignore this and I look desperately in the paper and life stories of all the people that appear in our media to see if any one of them... uh, Um, does anything towards acknowledging God. Most of them say they love Sundays because they can sleep in in their pyjamas and have a nice brunch somewhere and, uh, you know, veg out. I wonder where God fits into this. I hope they're as comfortable when their time comes to part. So now we have a tune from the Colby singers singing... I will not leave you comfortless because with God, with Jesus going up to heaven, um, 
he assured his disciples that the Holy Spirit would be thin and he wouldn't abandon them. So let's hear what the Colby singers have to say. is running out here on your Catholic Corner as um, as we've just listened to the Colby singers I think came come from Christchurch I did say at the beginning we'd mention the saints later um, but time is running out on me here but just a list of some of the saints that are coming up some of them may be familiar to you but they're not what I call the super saints the ones we know Saint well, so well like Saint Francis and um, um, Monday is the feat of John Baptist de Rossi, uh, who was in the 17th, uh, 17th century. He was from Genoa. Our Lady Help of Christians, I've already mentioned, was on Tuesday. Bede the Venerable, a priest and doctor, and Gregory the Sixth, uh, Gregory the Seventh, uh, is on Wednesday. Saint Philip Neri, I had heard of him before. Um, he was uh, also born in Italy in the 16th century. He was on Thursday, and Friday is Augustine of Canterbury. Uh, he was an archbishop, and uh, like so many of these early saints, he was in the 6th century. And uh, uh, why we sort of venerate some of these very old saints, I'm not sure. So now the time is up. Uh, so once again, thanks to St. Matthews for sponsoring us.
do tune in next Sunday at 8.30 to FM 89.0 for your Catholic Corner. And we just have a little time to hear the Colby singers say once more, um, sorry, I'm getting the wrong number. Let's see the Colby singers sing um, praise to the holiest in the height and have a good day out there. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.